Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. And maybe we could keep in touch like they did in the old days. It wasn't so long ago. Patrick Keenan of the Winter Sounds coming That's at right. you. That's right, coming at you. We got traffic coming up in five folks, minutes. We're gonna be doing traffic. We got a lot of updates on what's going on in this city today, folks. Thanks for joining <laughs> us, Pen Pals. It's kind of like we're both doing like a, a pop version of Tom Likas. Tom Likas. Tom Likas. Do, folks, do yourself a favor. Get on Spotify. Look up the Winter Sounds and check them out. Patrick Keenan, good guy, <laughs> wrote that theme song for us. Good man. Good Rory, man. you do impressions. I, I, Rory's not here today. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. You come in that messed up in my. You're head. a method impressionist. Nah, he's not even here right now. Well, I don't want to do the Rory. I don't want to do the Should show he with be that here? guy. Nah, I, I'm here today. Oh, okay. Uh, hello, pen pals, pallers. I'm, I'm here with Rory Scoville, and Rory Scoville is here with me, and I'm Daniel Van Kirk. Everybody who's you know, if you're if you're just now joining us for the very first time ever. Thank you. Welcome. If you've been with us for the uh, the entire ride, obviously you you definitely love what we're doing and how we're doing it. If yep. you're you're willing to go this deep with us, but uh, yeah, for everybody who is brand new, um, just give you guys a heads up of what we like to do here. You guys are our pen pals. You guys have sent us some letters, and mm-hmm. Dan and I like to respond audibly uh, to those letters in each episode. We do two uh, letters an episode. It could be more. It could be less. Yep. We're kind of figuring the show out as we go. But for everyone who's gone on iTunes and has. Uh, uh, downloaded an episode, listened, told other people about it, rated it, reviewed it. Just so you know, that goes so much further than you may realize. Just getting on there and saying, of- oh, I like this episode, I'm going to go and give it this many stars. Like, yeah. that really actually does, uh, you know, make us more exposed on iTunes and it brings other people to uh, listen. And honestly, it, it means we get even more letters and, and the caliber of letters we get is like fantastic. So you know thank what? you. Like even more than than the, not I don't want to say more than but in addition to that, uh, telling people to listen to the show I think is key. 
It's it's pen pals, plural, and yeah. you get to help us decide what the plurality of that is. Yeah. You know, maybe also working in the office right now, you're eating a salad in the lunchroom, mm, and there's somebody, cob. Mm, there's Good somebody cob telling salad. you your problems you don't want to hear. You should be like, hey, you know what you should do? You should listen to pen pals. Send them. A letter about yes, all this. Yes. Actually, our podcast is a way out of bad small talk. <laughs> How's the weather? Oh, my God. You know, you always ask about the weather, and I just got to say, you got to listen to this one podcast and see what they think about <laughs> see the weather. what they think about the weather. That's a letter that will definitely get on the uh, You can show. tell people <laughs> when you say send them a letter, you can tell them where to do that if you say <clears throat> to them the following information. You can DM us. DMs are open. The slide is ready to ride over on Twitter and Instagram at the Pen Pals Pod. You can also email us, thepenpalspod at gmail.com. And you can mail us, care of the Pen Pals Pod, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scovel. That is the official order, right? We've determined that from our letters. Yeah. Even if you don't want to send us a letter, they send us a little like personal review. If there's something you really like in the show, let us know. If there's sure. something you hate in the show, let us know. It might, sure. not, it might not grow the show, might not change anything, right. but we might throw a letter what, away if it's mean. Any kind of feedback you give us where you just say, hey, I like this about the show, or this is one thing that annoys you about the show, it's kind of good for us to know. We can't hear the show the way you guys <laughs> right. uh, hear it, so let and us know. Those letters can come to 1700 West Burbank Boulevard, Burbank, California, 91506. Oh, and this weekend, you can come hang out with us in Petaluma, California at the Petalama Comedy Festival. Festival. Get on Google. Look it up. There are tickets available. There's a lot of great comics. We've been talking about it. So, 17th uh, and 18th. This is your last chance. After this, you won't, uh, we're we're not won't, gonna, we won't talk about it ever again. Nope. Nor will we be up there together to hang out with the you. The last thing you're going to get is us doing a little post chat about how much Maybe. Uh, we yeah. enjoyed it. Yep. That's that's the next thing you're going to get. Yep. Time but will tell on that. Right now, today, this is what you're... You get online and buy a ticket. Come see a show. Even if you don't live near there, buy a plane ticket, get a hotel, spend the money sure. on us. Okay, you want to do one? Should we go to the letterbox? Let's do it. Put on your letter shoes. The way Mr. Rogers puts shoes on in his head and changes his jacket. Put on a jacket and Did put on shoes. Did you watch that documentary? I haven't seen it yet. Me either. All right, great. Great side note. Solid Jesus, combo. Dang. This is content. This is, right? I'm already into a letter. It's asking if we've seen that documentary. Here we go. Dear Daniel and Rory, that's the way to do it. <laughs> I am totally in love with the idea of this podcast. Thank you. Um, just say you love the podcast. I'm a huge fan of you both, but I'm probably more familiar with DVK from Doug Loves Movies, okay. Crab Feast, right. and Dumb People Town. All right. I don't know why that was necessary, but... I felt extremely necessary. I don't know why that was important. Okay, so, ellipses, I'm 33. Jesus, and have been dating my boyfriend for... You're saying it's Jesus was 33? Yeah. Or you think 33? 33. Jesus is old or Jesus is young or you or it's dead on Jesus. Yes, it's dead on Jesus. <laughs> Literally dead on Jesus. That's the year of the Lord. Uh, uh, I'm 33 and have been dating my boyfriend for almost a year. Oh, can I say something from a previous episode? Go back and listen, people. We talked about the... S and J and the uh, yeah. fiance and all that Hidden stuff. Names. We skipped over the part where they say, uh, been together a year, uh, only been together a year. A year is a good enough time to fall in love with somebody. Yeah. I- I'm not, don't put a time on it. Sure. Three not. days, start looking side eye. A year's good. Yeah, a year's good. Yeah. Okay. I've been dating my boyfriend for almost a year. My apartment lease is up at the end of this month. And I mentioned it in conversation last weekend saying, I needed to remember to go in and renew the lease soon. He mentioned 
that his lease is up in October. What? And said, quote, I kind of imagined us living together by the end of the year, which is exciting, but also super scary. Oh, the quote has ended. She's saying that now, which is exciting, but also super scary. Scary because we have pretty different interests in our own time. He is much more social than I am. During the week, on nights, we don't hang out, and I mostly like to watch Netflix, read a book, and or otherwise stay in. He is in a band, and on nights where he doesn't have practice or a show, he is more likely to go out, either to a bar or just over to a friend's place. He also has way less stuff than I do in almost every area, less furniture, clothes, knickknacks, wall art, etc., which makes me nervous that when we do move in together, it might feel like it's all my stuff filling our now shared space. Just and the one thing she has is just tons of knickknacks. Tons. It's like a love cracker a barrel. good knickknack. I absolutely love my boyfriend, and there is no doubt in my mind that he's the one. The I guess my question is, how do I prepare myself for having another human in my in my space all the time? The prospect of moving in together is certainly motivating me to go through all my things and make a keep and give away pile. Very healthy. I appreciate that. But I'm most nervous about the personal space aspect. I've only ever lived with my parents or on my own, and I'm not sure how setting ground rules works for chores or whatever. Any insight either of you would, uh, you have, would be much appreciated. Thanks. Additional info if needed. Let's get to the, let's get into this and then and then bring up the additional. Well, they might help us. All right, I'll do it fast. Before we started dating, I'd been single for about five years and have been living on my own for the last eight or nine years. We currently spend every weekend at one of our places. That's relevant. We have taken weekend trips with friends and just the two of us. We were friends for four to five years before we started dating, but didn't hang out one on one very much. It's usually it was usually group slash party settings. We work for the same company, but in different departments and on opposite ends of the office. Okay. Man, these two have raw sex. You know what I mean? You can hear it in the letter. They just, they get yep. so vicious at make, each other. They make love. You know they're in their their cubicles or offices or oh, whatever. Don't, I, you're going to get fired doing that to HR. You'll get written up if you do that. But they do it. See you in the office, the supply closet, mm-hmm. and they just hound each other yep. and then as soon as they're done they're hound. like who's who's place this weekend mine or yours and they always they each have a reason as to why they should right. or shouldn't right uh i what do you think rory any insight we could give would be much appreciated on on uh his or her concerns it doesn't say um i'm gonna throw this out there wait what do you mean his or her i don't think it says whether uh, Look at the email address. I think that's a giveaway. Okay. Yeah, you're right. So I'm going to assume that is a giveaway. Okay. This is sort of the the gender is sort of described in the yeah a little bit in the name. We're not going to use the name. No. Nope. Uh, but well, it's we a gotta, little bit in the email we got to call her something. We're going to call her B. All right, B. We're going to call her BC. Okay. All right, BC. Here's the deal for me. I uh, I'm going to go British Columbia. Okay. I very quickly moved in with uh, my current wife. We have been together since, uh, I think, for about 13, maybe a little over 13 years. Wow. Yeah. Wow, and we moved everybody. In. Let's hold for yeah. applause. All right. Put an applause in. Well, or just, really. or just have no, this live. 
Or just have this live studio audience do it. <laughs> um, we've been together for 13 years. We moved in together very quickly, um, which was okay. Uh, maybe we moved in too... How long had you been together before you moved in together? Man, maybe like months. Really? I don't know. So yeah. you knew, though. Months. We kind of knew. I feel like, like we were a good You obviously knew 13 years later. Yeah. I mean, here, well, here's the deal. We were spending so much time together. We, she would be at my place, or I, very similar to this, and very similar to most people. Sure. You're spending a lot of time in one place or the other. Uh, there was a really bad rainstorm in D.C., and my I was in the basement room of a house I rented with friends, mm-hmm. and my room flooded mm. uh, and destroyed a lot of my stuff, and so I just kind of continued to pay rent and I just I got out of there and just moved in with her and it was just kind of a so mother nature brought you guys together mother nature like a Gary was, Marshall movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it, we, we just moved in very quickly and it was like I thought it was great I thought it was very convenient uh, I maybe you know I we were living with her sister at the time so her sister may have been like oh okay so now there's this male energy here that I didn't necessarily sign up for. you know sign up for but now it's here and uh, we we didn't I, I don't know. I liked it. I, I was totally into it. I do understand all this apprehension because I think when you make the decision to cohabitate, is that right? Uh-huh. A space, there is this instinct that you are giving up uh, some, of some, yourself. some of yourself and you also, given just her information here that he's the one, let's assume that it's going to go the distance. Sure. So... You're going to be giving up your own independent personal space for okay, probably song. the rest of your life. Yep. If things pan out great. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm all for it. I, yes, you I are, think they sound like they're going to be great together. I, I, I truly think that, too. She, I don't like, necessarily see her too concern, much conflict here. Her concern, oh, well, he's out a lot and I like to be alone. Sounds to me like this is going to work out perfect. So perfect. So perfect. You're going to have a lot of your own personal time to yourself, and he is going to not feel guilty about wanting to go out and leaving you at home because you're going to want to be there. You guys are both yeah. going to be... You, all you have to do is open up the communication and be like, babe, I encourage you to keep going to your practices and your gigs. Obviously, you love in your, being in your band, and you like hanging out with people. That works for me because I love reading a book or watching some Netflix, so we're both getting what we want, and when we come back together, whether that's at the end of the night or seeing each other in the morning, you're just getting a, a larger... A, a, a bigger frequency of what you're now doing on the weekends. Yeah, I would say that in this description, scary because we have pretty different interests in our downtime, I can't tell if maybe that's getting brought up because that is a legit concern for her, a fear of some sort in some way, but I don't well, interpret maybe she's it that way looking at, all. at maybe she, Maybe British Columbia is looking at relationships where people do everything together, <laughs> and she feels like that's an indictment. Oh, we don't do everything together. Is that going to make it hard living together? But no, it might make it easier. Now, for those other people, that's why they're living together. They want to do everything together. Don't worry about, and, I'm, and maybe you're not even doing this, BC, but don't worry about anybody else's... Uh, their path, their or way, how or how it, they or live what their together. Yeah, because it sounds like to me, like you guys are going to have a really good system. Yeah, I mean, here's the, I would say, and this is what 
you, I, I personally think that based on your relationship, what you're describing here and saying that he's the one and let, let's just assume that he also, if he were to write us a letter, he would be like, yes, she's the one. Mm-hmm. Let's assume he feels the same way and that yeah. BC isn't delusional. Sounds in some like way it. Here. He said, I figured we'd be living together by the end of the year. So he he's brought on it up. board. He brought it up. Right. So in my opinion, this was inevitable anyways. One, why not save the money? Just, just logically, why not just save the money? If he was already feeling like, let's move in. And you're like, yeah, it kind of makes sense. I'd say you just go for it because it's inevitable and the entire the 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 process of a relationship i think is the work that it takes to find a middle ground you have mm-hmm. to find your common space so it's great you're already aware like oh i have more stuff than he has i feel like that means you're a little apprehensive about kind of dominating the space that you moved into you're a considerate person. it's great that you're aware of that and i would say take note of it and act on it don't take over the space don't don't have the whole place be all of your stuff. Like the environment that you guys are going to cohabitate is the environment that you guys create uh, together. So I would say if you got these piles of keep and giveaway, feel free to fill up that giveaway pile because what you're about to do is start building a new space, uh, both literally and figuratively and physically and mentally and yeah. emotionally. You're about to build a new space together uh, anyways, and anything that you're apprehensive about in terms of your social lives, I wouldn't even sweat it at all because you're probably about to build a whole new version of that. I mean, now that you live with someone every single day of the week, if he wants to go out on a Tuesday, I mean, fuck, you might be like, man, I really never went out. But seeing my boyfriend slash husband <laughs> go out on Tuesdays, I was suddenly like, oh, maybe I'll go out on Tuesday. Sure. I would say if you're having any apprehension, apprehension, that would maybe mean, you know what? I actually changed into a person who loved going out with my husband slash boyfriend all the time. Now you might be crossing into an area where he's like, ah, actually, my physical space is when I right. go out. Right. And I like having that to myself. Even that would become a middle ground where it's like, yeah, he goes out like four nights of the week. I sometimes join him. Three nights, two nights, right. one night, sometimes no nights. Sometimes I, I, we start out together and then I head on home yeah. and he goes over to a buddy's. I don't think a successful relationship is two people who spend every single... I, I'm not saying it can't be a successful relationship, right. but I don't think it has to be two people always spending time together and only being together and only focused on each other. I think a relationship is two people who share a space and also take care of themselves and have their own independent Space. So make sure, as you guys cohabitate this apartment or house or whatever you end up doing, make sure you both have your individual space while you're in the same room, and make yeah. sure you have your individual space out in the world. But then make sure you both have your together space. I think. I wanted to ask you, in your home, nope. Do you and Jordan kind of have any of your own spaces, uh, I, or do you <clears throat> switch off on like, hey, go down, chill in the basement for a while or something like that? Not really. I would no? say that we. We, I think this is why we are such a easygoing kind of relationship because we just kind of we have enough space to get away from each other if we want. Right. By the nature of my job for so long, I would go on the road. So we would just be apart and then come back together. And I think we just learned how to have our own individual space and we've learned how to be together. Jordan's also more easygoing than I am. She's also more of a team player than I am. Yeah. You know, so if there's like... You know, and also you fall into your rhythms. So, our rhythm is put the put uh, you know our daughter down, and then either we already ate dinner with her or we're gonna make dinner together, 
and then like watch something together right, or right. spend time together. But that comes from a place of really wanting to always do that anyways. Yeah. Being like, oh, yeah, you know, we're both here. Right. We both enjoy each other's company. You fall into the role of what your relationship is. Yeah. And I think that that's like a lot of like what this letter is about. I would say, too, the number one key here is, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not casting any aspersion that you aren't already doing aspersion, this. Aspersion, folks. Just a heads <laughs> up, the word of the day, aspersion. Is to communicate. Like, say say to your partner, like, hey, I'm, I'm kind of deciding on a lot of things to keep and get rid of. Do you have any feeling on... Like, are you worried about it being too much stuff in my place? Because openly, they might be like, "Oh, I don't care. No, keep whatever you want. Do it. I'm just happy we're in the same spot." Right. So just have uh, some of those conversations. Because if this person really is the one, as far as I know about people being the one, don't ever be afraid to bring up something tricky or prickly or whatever to just talk about it because yeah. you're not having a fight. Yeah, you're not waiting it to like fester into a point where you're upset. You're literally being like, "Hey." I want us to live together too. Here's some of the things I'm just a little that are on my mind. You yeah. don't have to call them a concern or a problem or a fear. Just be like, "Hey, here's what's kind of on my mind. How do you? Are you worried that I'm gonna, everything's going to be mine? Because I don't yeah. want that to be. To, I don't want to dominate. Also, you know how you like to go out and I like to be in. Like, what if you stay in and I like to be? Like, should we try to find a place that has two bedrooms or a den or something like that? So we can kind of. I just want us to still be our individual. Who's, who live together, and when we're together, we have a beautiful thing that we both love. Yeah. I, I think you got to keep in mind that as you guys cohabitate a space— I love that I keep saying cohabitate. Oh, I know. You, do you think aspersion is the word of the day? It's cohabitate. Um, <laughs> but I, I keep in mind that as you guys are like building a relationship together, like that's going to change and like evolve into something that— you can't even fully understand. So I think anytime you're just, you you have apprehension, it's a good thing, but just be aware of what you're bringing to the table and are you bringing some to the table and what is he bringing to the table and is that a good thing and do you guys like the thing you're bringing to the table and do you have an right. open line of communication? You ever seen a really old couple out to dinner and they don't talk? That To yeah. me, they crushed it. They did it. They they don't <laughs> They don't even have to talk. And it isn't like a part of them like, oh, I oh I should be thinking of this or that. They, they're they just feeling each other's like vibe. Yeah. And that's all they need. They're yeah. just kind of around each other and they're just kind of grazing, mm-hmm. having their meal, looking yeah. around. And they're like, yeah, we don't have to sit here and, you know, BS a conversation with each other. Right. We can just be sitting here at this table and just be like, yeah, the thing I like is being around you. And yeah. that's and, and the, the thing that they built was being able to just silently be around each other. I think some people people interpret that as, oh, those two people hate each other. And I'm not saying that can't be the case. But <laughs> I see that, and I'm always like, oh, they just know exactly. They've worked on the relationship perfectly. Can I ask you one last question about this letter? Yeah. BC says, I'm talking to you, Brett, Tish, Columbia. I'm not <laughs> sure how setting ground rules works for chores or whatever. I think that's just a conversation, right? Um, You guys have chores in your house? Yeah, you have a little chore wheel, a little Rory chore wheel. We don't have a, a chore. Jordan, there's no wheel, chore? and there's no Cho- this Jordan? or that. Jordan wheel. It's just kind of like, hey, you see, I, I think I don't know. I, that is a conversation. It's verbal. Like, well, how how clean is he? How clean are you? Right. Let's say he never cleans anything, right. and she loves things to be clean. Right, or vice versa. You have to find a middle ground because maybe things aren't always going to be instantly clean. Right, but 
That doesn't mean you got to live in a place where it's always dirty because he likes it dirty. Right. That's that middle ground we're talking about. I don't know if you... I would personally steer clear of moving in together and going, all right, let's Here's set some ground rules. Yeah. Let, what are the chores? I would say that is awful. But there is a way to say that exact same thing in a more creative, uh, organic way. Like, don't force rules. Just kind of see how each other lives in the same space and then... Hey, I don't really like it. You know, hey, if you finish a dish, just go ahead and wash it. Right. That isn't I'm I'm being a dick. That isn't Did you I'm feel like, like you had to change in any ways when you moved in with Jordan? Sure. I think so. But I couldn't even tell you what they are now because it's just kind of become my way of life. Right. And there's things that she does that I mean, sure. we still go at each other at like, oh, you do this and I don't like oh, it. Conflict and like they is don't okay. change. But it's it's, to- it's how you so natural. It. I think people get into fights after they've been with someone for two years. They get into like a like a deep fight, and they're like, yeah, "I guess we don't have it anymore." It's like, no, you act, <laughs> you actually do have it because right. if you're not fighting about stuff, then how could you ever find that's what I'm saying? The middle ground. That, Con- conflicts are okay. Conflicts it's are how okay. you resolve it that tells you what your relationship is. hundred percent. If you resolve it by being like, "You fucking piece of shit," fuck you, I hate you too. Then you don't talk for three hours, and then eventually you're like, "Do you want dinner?" And then you act like it didn't happen. That's how you resolve that conflict. Probably not very healthy. Yeah. If you resolve it by getting to the heart of what the issue is here or having the conflict come out of a conversation yeah. rather than a fight. Don't let things fester. Right. Let's, for example, say he doesn't clean his dishes after he eats. Sure. And uh, and it, it bothers the Peanut fuck out of you. Peanut butter on the spoon. Yeah, it bothers the fuck out of you. Bring it up and say it. It isn't. It, it doesn't mean that you win, and it doesn't mean, like, right. well, I brought it up, so you should change. Don't expect that either. Right. But bring it up. Because he might go, yeah, you know what? It really bothers her when I don't clean this dish. Right. Maybe I just start cleaning the dish. Yeah. And then you go, hey, thanks. Thanks for doing that. You knew it bothered me. And now you're both making an effort to keep the the house or the apartment peaceful. And you're Mm -hmm. like, oh, good. I got to pitch in. But also be fully aware, he's going to say there's some shit that I don't like that you do. You got to, you got to, it's a give and take from both of you. Yep. Cool. I feel good about it. I like that letter. I do too. Thanks. I think BC. a lot of people relate to that. You know, moving in with somebody is not an easy. It's not an easy thing to do, but being aware and having an open line of communication is your best it's chance forcing, of making moving it work. in. Is forcing you to communicate, and yeah. communicating is what will keep you together. It's true. So embrace it. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's our first letter. Let's take a little break, and then we'll come right back. We'll come right back. When was the last time you did something just for you? Discover your summer essentials with FabFitFun, the best subscription box service delivering full-size self-care and wellness products delivered straight to your door. Their experts carefully pick from top trending products for you to personalize your own box of happiness. Just choose your plan and get ready for the best in home, fashion, beauty, wellness, and so much more. So whether it's the perfect beach blanket, a handy wine chiller, or aloe vera gel, FabFitFun has you covered for all of your fun in the sun needs. You'll get to choose some of the products to go in your box while the rest are a surprise. Plus, you can access other perks like flash sales and new items up to 70% off. FabFitFun is more than just an incredible value. It's me time in a box. All about the brands you love, the brands you will love. 
and doing something that's just for you. Visit FabFitFun.com for 50% off your first box while supplies last when you use code TALKSHOW. That's FabFitFun.com, code TALKSHOW. Hey, do you miss traveling with your besties like in Girls Trip? Do you miss going to huge family gatherings like in Soul Food? Do you miss meeting the parents like in Get Out? Well, actually, no one misses that. But you can still do all of these things with me, Desmond Thorne, on my podcast, Adventures in Black Cinema. Each week, I take you on a journey through a new black film, how it relates to the culture, and sometimes how the themes relate to my own life. So there's always a little tea and a slight bit of embarrassment. And of course, as a filmmaker myself and one of the blackest, film nerdiest film nerds like ever, you're always in good hands. Adventures in Black Cinema with Desmond Thorne, executive produced by Amanda Seals. New episodes every Tuesday on all major podcast platforms. Welcome back to Pen Pals. And we're back. And oh, we you are. already started. Okay. That's fine. No, we are. You can tell him as well. And we're back. No, folks. I don't like this guy. <laughs> I don't I do not like him. Uh you want to do a little hopscotch over the letterbox? Yep. Why don't we put the letterbox closer to us? I like the walk. Let's do the walk. You ready? Do you do you, can I, a question? Do you enjoy a good walk? Love a good walk. Me too. I like I don't walking. go often enough. Really? Because I don't crave I love them. walking after dinner. Yeah, sometimes let it, let it digest, let the food work yeah, through. Yeah, just like go for a walk. You're right. You and Larson, you guys got some kind of... <laughs> you guys are old souls. Me and I mean? Jay? Yeah. Jay likes to spin... He, you know what he... This Jay Larson... Uh, and you guys can tell him I Sworn, said this. Sworn enemy of the show. This. Oh, Sworn oh, yeah, yeah. enemy of the show. He lives in the moment when you swish the wine around. Yeah. The, not the That's drinking his it, life. not the pouring it, it's the swishing it around. I kind of respect that. Oh, no, I'm not anti. It, Jay lives in the smelling the wine and it's looking the, at the waiter or waitress it, and yes. pretending you know what you're he talking wants, about. He, lo- he wants to indulge in the moment. Mm, Bef- this smells good and tastes right. right. You don't know shit. He'll set up a lot of things to have a moment to indulge in. And it, it's not the completion yeah. of that moment, it's the being <laughs> yeah. in it. Yeah. You, well, look at his Instagram. It's all moments in It's all things. moments. It's all swishing wine. That's great. All right, let's uh, hopscotch over to the letterbox. Okay, here we are. All right. Murray, do you we have made one? it. I do. I got one from Matt here. This came through on uh, DM on Twitter. Okay. And uh, the subject, uh, not necessarily, well, and now we know that Noah writes these. Um, wedding planning. <laughs> Noah Noah felt this letter was about wedding planning. Yes. <laughs> hey, gentlemen. What if thank it was you. Like, what if it was Did like, you hear how that letter started? Hey, gentlemen. Yeah. Both of us at the same time. What if we get a letter sometime that starts out, I produce pen pals. <laughs> I Dear currently, pen pals. I produce pen pals. <laughs> I currently have a major issue with the host calling out my topic. Right Please here. call me in. <laughs> call hey, me- gentlemen. With an exclamation okay, point, too. Very exciting. I know. I'm getting married next summer and need to start the process of identifying and informing my side of the wedding party. Love how, like, ident- the process of identifying and, and informing. informing makes me already hope to God I get an invite to this thing. <laughs> what if? <laughs> also, we're a little thematic today. But that's, you know who's, you know This who's, is progress. This yeah. is uh, the moving in together, and now we're talking about a wedding. Right. And you know who decided that theme today? Who? Oh. 
I hit the mic. <laughs> uh, You're excited. I was so excited. Our pen pals, because it's 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 their podcast. That's right. We just talk about it. We just talk about it. God, anytime we can slide the slogan in, people slide the slogan. Slide the slogan. Hashtag, hashtag slide, slide the, the slogan. slogan. Hashtag Jared left hand. <laughs> We're not doing that anymore. All right, here we go. He's trying to put the wedding party together. Together, I have seen many "Will you be my bridesmaid?" Uh, maid of honor, Pinterest-inspired posts on social media in the past, but I'm trying to think of fun things for the guys to let them know. Have any suggestions? Thanks. Love the teasers of the show so far, and look forward to more episodes. Matt, Matt, good dude. Yep. I'm not trying to be a dick when I say start the process of identifying and informing. It just sounds a little nerdy if I can. It sounds very Let me drop the hammer me. a little bit. But here's what I do appreciate. Does that mean he doesn't know who it is? Sorry, go ahead. I, I appreciate that he cares about this, and I appreciate that he wants this to be a fun, cool uh way of uh, of doing it. So, in a way, his intention kind of Can counteracts I, or contradicts how he how he put the wording up. I have a first question for you, Rory. We are Yes, I know Matt personally and I'm in the wedding. Go ahead. We are literally the same age. Yeah. Literally yeah. the same age. Yes. Did you do anything big when asking someone to prom provided you went to prom no i don't think so me either no. I, this is in the last decade this has become a thing of yeah. like how big can you ask somebody to prom and i think what we're reading oh, here yeah, this is a thing specifically for prom no 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 no. what we're reading here is those kids who did big prom questions are now getting married and are making everything time big time out was the prom thing a big was that a thing like it's a, making a big ten, deal yes in the last okay, 10 years it. it feels like people have gotten more and more elaborate okay. with how they ask somebody to prom okay like going so far as to like incorporate their little small town local police to like pretend the kids getting just arrested to go to prom just to ask Man, if someone will go to prom, and you think having like pizzas delivered, then each one has pepperoni. To each one has a letter that spells out, "Will you go to prom with me?" There's huge, elaborate. And you're you're saying Matt's kind of coming out of that. He's maybe of that generation. Maybe. Assuming, maybe. Okay. Uh, even just culturally, he he might have been uh, old enough to where that didn't happen. But I'm just saying culturally, we're getting to this too where we get bigger and well, I, bigger with our. I would say the evidence that supports your argument is the I have seen many. Will you be my bridesmaid, maid of honor, Pinterest inspired right. posts on social media in the past? Here's the thing: I don't even know about that. Like I didn't even participate that, in that's, the. I think that's recent too. Well, what is also recent is like the gender reveal when you're having like a kid. Yes. They do like the pop the balloon or the cake or like uh, you know there's a million versions of how do you find out if it's pink or blue how'd you what'd you guys do uh, but we just asked the doctor as soon as the doctor uh, no. did the ultrasound no and we said so what so what do you got and they're like girl we're like okay good we got Thanks. it yeah that's how we did it um and i'm not saying that's a cool way to do it we probably could have had a crazy get together well, with a bunch of friends we could have an and i'm not against people who do it, but my question is why do it i don't think we are the type of couple that cares enough to to do a gender reveal yeah. Nothing against people that do. No, I have family neither, that do neither. it. It looks fun. It looks it's like not it can be for really me. fun. Sure. Meaning that I don't know that I will totally relate to Matt's motivation. I'm in the same boat. So, and I'm not trying to shit on it. But but, but, but I think all this is driving us to a point. Uh, I, I think to give Matt some ideas on how to do it, coming from two people who aren't interested. Right. It, like if you were getting married, whatever. Let's say you're Matt. And but you know, for, coming from Dan's perspective, yeah. 
you're not writing this letter because you're just going up to your, let's say, five friends. And you're going, want to do it? Want to do it? And, and it's almost like five friends. But you I probably a, knew it would be them. Right. But did you put a lot of thought into it? But I mean, I think you put maybe like a, a night together and sure. you do like the bachelor. You, you do those you can, things. Yeah. But you probably didn't care about how you asked. Right. So again, going back to it, I appreciate that Matt does care how he asks. Maybe he is of that generation. He's been seeing these Pinterest posts, which I think can be very dangerous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Matt, I give you I give you two options here. One, let's say it's five people. Figure out the five people that you identify want to be. Them. Identify and process it. <laughs> Analytically break it down. Make a chart. But find those five people and just approach those five people and uh, be super mega chill about it. And don't make a huge thing about it if you don't want to. You're talking about doing like a, a lot of work. Two, let's say you're the personality and you do like a lot of work and you like bringing it. Opposite mm-hmm. of me, but I totally get it and I totally respect it. Then uh, the, what we will do now is Dan and I will try to give you <sighs> some thoughts on how we would do it if uh, if we were going to do it that way. Um, do you I, have any? I don't know that I have any, <laughs> but I think either. we can spark the conversation on it. I know. No, you're I, right. So you got to think, think about what you're into. I'm, a, I'm huge into golf, so there's a chance that instead of me caring about how I ask the guys, let's say I ask five. I'm, I'm going to quit saying let's say I ask five. Let's just say it's five. I ask my five friends, and I put like a golf trip together. Yeah. They obviously know what it is, and I've already told them, you're in the wedding. Let's go out. Let's have oh, sort you've of already a bachelorette. Told let's sort of do a bachelorette. Let's do sort of like a bachelor party uh, like kind of deal. Like a bachelorette party, but for guys. Yeah. I also, side note, don't really care about the tradition or the cliche or the stereotype of what a bachelorette party Did you do or one? a bachelor party is. No. But what I was... You didn't? Here's the reason why. I was going to... I got my wedding party together. It was Did 10 you put guys, a lot of thought? 10 you guys and me. 10? 10. You had 10 people in your wedding party? 10. She had 10. I had 10. Rory! Got a lot of friends. I'm very popular. Now, I, I mean, We I, were not that close then, but I am pissed off that I wasn't asked. We You're actually deleted. We didn't really know you yet, and we still had you on the list. <laughs> <laughs> you better. You're fucking 10. I went with 10 because I picked people who were a big part of my life throughout... Um, God, throughout good my thing life. you didn't get married when you were 50. So it was, it was friends from like high school, and it was friends from college. I, sure. I will say this. I, I did get to my wedding, and I did see some friends that I just invited who weren't a part of the wedding party, and I immediately felt regret and sadness because I didn't fully reflect on what they meant to my mm. life. And there's I have two or three friends that were at my wedding that I, I really, truly do regret that I didn't have them be in my wedding party, and it was really something that just slipped my mind. I had a guy that I r- was a roommate with after college who was a close friend. I mean, we're not as close now. Sure, We've talked sure. about this before, but still great person. We, we still communicate. And I didn't even invite him to the wedding, and it's because it slipped my mind, and I, I think about that a did lot. Did you ever call him and tell him? I don't know if I did. I think I might have. Yeah. Uh, but it slipped my mind. And it was something that I just, I feel bad about. But also those are things that, that happen. Sure. Um, what we were going to do was go on a whitewater, whitewater rafting trip, Colorado River, down the Colorado River, in the Grand Canyon. My buddy runs these tours down there. So he was going to put it together. Everybody was going to chip in money. We're all going to fly in, go for like three or four nights down the river, have an amazing time. That was going to be my bachelor party because yeah. I'm more into that than like let's yeah. go to Vegas. I get people like going to Vegas. I'm just sure. not into it. I like you want these to other experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I ended up getting cast on ground floor and I had to cancel the whole thing. I had to literally uh-huh. had to like work it in that I got to leave to a go to shoot your date to go to my own wedding. Yeah. So I didn't. I never got the bachelor party thing. But we're gonna have one for you. I'm gonna put one together. I'm still gonna do it, even this minute, five years later. Um, Why not? <laughs> No, Jordan knows I have, like, on the back burner, I get to have a bachelor party still. 
I'm going to do it at the right time when it matters the most to her, and she really needs me to, like, watch it, our daughter. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Matt, I, I, I think you got to think what you're into. I wish I, uh, God, I wish I. I mean, do you want me to pull up? I wish Matt was here right now. Well, we should have invited him. Wow. What do you think I would Google for Pinterest bridesmaid groom? I think just exactly what you're currently saying. I would type in what? Like, ask groomsman? Okay, I'm typing. Are you on Pinterest? No. Okay. Okay. All right, here's I'm in. one. I'm in. I'm in Pinterest. <laughs> you are? No. Here's one that says it's a card. Yeah. And it says... Matt, I, do not send a card to your friends. Go ahead. I found my woman, but I still need my boys. Graham, will you be my groomsman? Matt, if you do that, do not invite me and Dan to the wedding. And by the way, we probably would come to the wedding if it was convenient to get that's to. And you put us up in a hotel and you just add the expense to the overall I want budget. My inverti- but- I, that's how I want my invitation to be. Okay, here's one. What about this? Matt, put me in the wedding party. I want to be in this wedding party. I want to run the whole thing. <laughs> Let's make it your bachelor party. At, for <laughs> <in his>. We could have Jay Larson give a toast. Jay's getting a lot of plugs today. Matt's like, I don't really know anybody. <laughs> oh, you're at your wedding party? You don't know us? Here, how about this one? How about this one? You buy each of them the tie you want them to wear at your wedding. And it, you know, on the inside of a tie, it has the little like. I already know thing. where this is going. I already love it. I think it's it, a great idea. On the inside of the tie, it has the little like white, yep. the little white tag that holds the yep. tie when it comes yep. Have their name. Put on inside that, like yeah. stone into that, right? And then send them a card with the tie that says suit up or something fun. I don't care what that is, but be like, I would. I hope you enjoy this tie. I would enjoy it if you wore it and stood up with me on my wedding day. Let me devil's advocate this thing. What if someone's like, Fuck, dude, I can't make it. And now here you've monogrammed a tie. You've, you've bought a tie. You've sent a tie. They're like, oh, would you ask someone to be in your wedding that can't make it? Oh, I don't know. I guess not, right? You, you got to err on the side that they're coming. Matt, give a huge heads up. And don't, if they don't, say no, don't last minute this. If they say no and they're one of your best friends, then you bought your best friend a tie. Yeah. And you know what? Record the conversation of them telling you no, because yeah. that's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the rejection letters you got for people who didn't want to be in your wedding party. Or if they send the tie back, maybe you can just get a new little tag sewn onto the back. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, so just, you can reuse save that five tie. Five bucks, probably yeah. five bucks. Yeah, you just reuse that tie. Yeah. I like. I, 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 I'm really surprised I thought I mean, up an idea. I actually really like that idea, and it's also very simple, and it's not like and cheesy. it's the tie they're all going to wear that day. It serves a purpose, right? I, that, I'm actually very impressed with your idea. Thanks, buddy. I'm still like churning through, like trying to find like something perfect. I think you propose to all each guy individually, like it's a wedding. Yeah, I uh, like it, get, get out on a one ring knee. box, get on one knee, yep. face to face, assuming ring. you can pull that off. Open it up, and it just says, "Do you want to be in my wedding party?" <laughs> No joke, film Matt. It. You do that to me. I am one hundred. I would never let you live it down, but I would totally be in film your it. Party. Film you doing that, and then put that on like TV screens during the cocktail hour at your wedding. Yeah, so people can watch you proposing to your friends. Yeah, but no footage of you proposing to your now bride. <laughs> this is about you. This day is about you, <laughs> Matt. Take it for what it's worth. Yeah, you. You're what it's worth, man. I. I don't know what what is Pinterest giving us. Okay, so the card. Oh. I think the card is super lamo. Here's what. Sorry it says. for everyone who ever did a card. Yeah. 
Here's what it says. Now that you're ready to propose to your groomsmen, here are a few creative ideas on how you can do so. Have an invitation engraved on their favorite bottle. So they like Jack Daniels or they like uh, water, mm, whatever that is. Pricey. I think we're talking pricey now. I don't like that idea. Use a mail subscription service. I don't know. The standard cigar, custom cufflinks, hilarious cards, plan an event, get a starter kit. This is all a fucking money trap. That's what this all is. Weddings are in general. It's a money trap where you think these certain ceremonies have to go this certain way. Matt, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go with my own personal take on this. I think just write write these dudes an email and put an awesome night together for everybody to hang out. That either if you're gonna make an effort to if you're gonna spend money and you're like, oh, but I want to do this big right. event right. to invite them to be in my wedding party, but then also we'll end up having a bachelor party. Dude, have two parties. Just email everybody. Go, hey, I want you to be in my wedding, and I want to get everybody together. This won't count as the bachelor party. And you know what? Also, too, if your goal is to make, I think Matt has a drinking problem. Go then, ahead. If your if your goal is to make someone feel special, that's beautiful. Yeah. You don't need a lot to do that. Yeah. If you tell somebody like, hey, man, you and I have known each other since we were 18 years old. Yeah. You were my first friend at college, and I feel so lucky that I met someone right when I started a whole new chapter of my life that's been with me for so many chapters after. Yeah. Or I'm so happy I met someone in that chapter of life that became so close to me and really is a main character for me in that chapter of my life. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. thought about this a lot, and it would make my wedding more perfect if you were standing up next to me when I Boom, I like that. I like that a lot. And you just say it. Yeah. Just say it to somebody. You know, here, this is going to sound simple. You know what really makes people feel good? And we talk about this all the time. Drugs. Different types of drugs. Yep. Yep. So get them so fucking high. No. Uh, A handwritten letter. We talk about it here. It just feels a little bit, when somebody takes that time. Personal. Oh, my God. Yeah. Write them a handwritten letter where you say what they mean to you. The role they've played in your life. Yeah, I guess that's true. We don't know what level of like, uh, and this sounds derogatory. I don't mean to be derogatory, but we we don't know the level of sappy Matt's willing to go to. Is Matt willing to open up and write a personal letter to each dude? Hey, you mean the world to me? If he's that type of Matt, I think if you're that type of guy, I think you do both a hybrid of Dan's ideas. You get the tie, do the thing, write the letter, send it off. I think that's actually the solution. Yeah. If I'm getting that, I'm like, ah, oh, man, what a great letter. Now I'm like, I think you're dead on. I think both ideas are perfect. You write that letter where you're really opening up. Yeah. Now you're making the vibe at the bachelor party already. Yeah, super. They Everyone, know everyone's it coming into it going, Matt's been vulnerable. I'm going to go into this vulnerable space. You know, you know how dudes are. Sure. But if you set the tone with that letter, maybe it makes your bachelor party a little bit more fun because not, you know, everyone's there not to to act like a cliche dude the way they think they have to and maybe be more like themselves. Can I tell you something, too? If you have friends like I do, Matt, if you do the tie thing, buy four backup ties because I guarantee you at least two of these idiots are going to lose their tie between the time they get it and your wedding day. That's right. So just have some backups of those ties. But here's the thing. I don't know if Matt has those kind of friends. If Matt's throwing out, start the process of identifying and informing. (laughs) Matt's got friends who they keep track of stuff. Yep, yep. They're stats. You know what I mean? They're stats guys. Yes. These guys are definitely in a fantasy (laughs) baseball league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hardcore. But but here's the thing. Matt, I know know that we like ribbed you a little bit here, but I do appreciate that you care about making it fun. But I do think... And this is coming from me on the receiving end of this. It, I think there's a fine line between 
wow, this is fucking lame, or wow, I think this is cool, or like, I appreciate the effort. Not that we're giving you too much advice, but if I'm you, I'm taking, I'm doing a hybrid of Dan's ideas. I actually think those are great ideas, and they're very simple. I think they're also very cost-effective. Yeah, because you know what the worst is? Going all out for somebody and having them not care. Yeah. When you're like, I did all this shit, dude. You don't, I feel but like also you didn't even going care. going all out, sometimes it, you think it's going to bring you this joy. Yeah. But sometimes when you buy someone a simple little gift and you give it to them, you almost feel so, you, I bet you could almost feel just as good as if you surprised your friend with like concert tickets. Yeah. You go, oh man, I felt the same way. They might've had a different experience, but just giving a thing felt the same for yeah. me. And I've know? been in a lot of weddings. I've been a best man like two or three times. Bragging. And all of those times, the best time, the, the, when it meant most to me was somebody just saying what I meant to them and that yeah. they wanted me to be in their wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't, I'd feel really bad, man, if he like wrote out their name in fireworks and they were like, oh, dude, I hate fireworks, but yeah, I'll be in your wedding. But I'll do it. Yeah. We could have just gone bowling. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. All Matt's, right. not, Matt's not good with money. <laughs> but Matt, I feel like he is letter, with his man. process and his solutions. Great letter. I like how simple it was. It's a very short yep. letter, and he was just like, look, here's the deal. I'm a nerd. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do, don't say, I found my woman, but I still need my boys. Yeah. Don't. Do, Matt, you do that. I hope no one comes to your wedding. And I, I mean that in a very mean way. So somewhere between the tie, the letter, and I'm, I haven't ruled out Roy's Literally, like, proposing to your friends. I think that's beautiful. Do it in a random place, So Do it at a game. See if you can get on the Jumbotron. Do it in a bar. Do it in a park. But also, just remember, invite Dan and I to this. Oh, yeah, yeah. 100%. All right. Those are our letters. Thank you so much. Guys, please Pallers, keep Thank you, Pallers. Come see us this weekend in Petaluma at the Petaluma Comedy Festival in Petaluma, California. That's right. Petaluma, Petaluma. We're literally, we'll just be hanging out. We'll, we'll be love- hanging out. Bring us a letter. Chat grab a beer and mm-hmm. uh, come watch me and Dan do uh, some stand up Dan's be doing his Dunn People Town uh, podcast yep. with the Scholar Brothers so uh, the lineup is crazy for the weekend it's really and it's going to be you know a small setting and, and awesome and I think we're both awesome headlining place. Saturday night so I think so be great. so definitely come and check it out okay guys thanks for your letters we appreciate all of you and thanks for being our friends hope you're having the best summer sincerely Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scovel. Time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation! Give me a golf course. 70 courses! Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego! 
If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.